Good afternoon, everybody. This is Coach V with Kaizen Karate, and we have uh, our special guest today. Uh, Kim, can you introduce yourself real quick? Just uh... Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, this, my name is Kim Huang. I am a uh, second-degree black belt martial artist in Taekwondo, uh, also a uh, friend with uh, you know, Kaizen Karate and uh, certain students, notably um, Tim Johnson. Shout out. Love you, man. And um, another uh, instructor who uh, literally uh, passed away about two years ago, um, Coach Jonathan Henderson. So, John, big ups to you. We miss you, man. So, hoping that uh, everything is going well up there in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we definitely all miss Jonathan. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're, we have a great podcast lined up for today, and I cannot forget our fantastic co-host, Coach David. Can you just say a quick hey. hello to everybody? Hey, everybody. Welcome. Uh, looking forward to talking about today's uh, topic. Excellent. It's, excellent. It's exciting. So guys, you know, some of you may know uh, Kim and some of you may be like, who's Kim? So Kim, tell us about yourself. You know, let's, let's t tell us a little bit about your background and training and uh, you know, you're local, right? Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, I'm local. Um, I, well, I've been living in Silver Spring now for over half my life now or more than that. I actually moved over to Silver Spring when I was like uh, 14 years old. Um, originally from Annapolis, Maryland. I, my, uh, Original start in the martial arts was in um, Taekwondo um, under, um, I don't want to drop names, but a person that actually uh, has been famous around the Washington, D.C. area for martial arts for quite some time. And um, I've been doing it ever since. I think I started when I was about maybe eight or nine. And um, I'm 43 now, so hey, you know, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> well, first of all, you, you do not look like you're 43. I'd say 33 is more uh, maybe more accurate. So you're doing some you're doing something right. Uh, and I got to say, you know, I think we we have some common friends, and you know, some of you know, I'm, I'm a, I know some of the instructors that you've trained with, and I got to tell you, uh, top notch quality people, you know, and uh, it, it's not just the martial artists; it's who they are as people, you know, and I think right. that's probably even more important and. Uh, Kim, I got nothing but the most respect uh, for your teachers, and I know and I know them, and uh, had a chance to train with uh, one of them who actually we taught a little. Bit. Uh, but long story short, is um, you know we we have uh, common friends, and you know we've seen each other over the years, and yes, sir, a lovely friendship over the years as well, and uh, you know just cannot tell you how much I value your friendship. So uh, it is it is uh, it's wonderful to have you on here. Oh, I appreciate it. It's a, it's an honor to be on your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, I, I, before we jump into talking about Cobra Kai, because I think everyone wants to talk about that. This is very important to me. Coach David, I know you're going to be like, nah, it's not important to me. <laughs> this is like level 10 importance to me. You got to tell me about that sushi spot in Annapolis. So <laughs> oh, you're, pu you're putting me on the spot, sir. So oh. is, it, is it really that good? Because I, I usually go up to the one up in uh up in Germantown, my Kempo teacher put me onto that. Uh, that's right. Called, no, for those of you who are sushi fans, it's called Yuraku up in Germantown. So I'm gonna go out there, but for the record, is it that good? It it is very good. I mean, this is one of those places. Um, it's it's been a staple in Annapolis, Maryland, for quite some time. Um, in downtown Annapolis, it's called uh, Joss Cafe Sushi Bar. Uh -huh. Um, one of the greatest places that you'll ever eat. It's definitely like. You know, you know, it's definitely uh, a traditional kind of a feel with a modern approach. Um, one of my favorite uh, to go to uh, dishes that I like is the Kobe beef nigiri roll. And oh, my goodness, that thing, as soon as you eat it, it just 
feels like butter. It melts in your mouth, and you, you probably want to save that one for last. It's it's definitely worth it. Co- Coach David, you hear that? I'm dragging you there. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're definitely going to make a trip out there. So hey guys, I, I got I to gotta tell everyone a funny story to kind of get the, the talk going here about uh, Cobra Kai. Um, so Coach David, when was it that we, you know, Coach David gave me a you know, shout or we were, we were just chatting about it and, you know, um, Karate Kid, the original one, uh, came back to theaters. Uh, and this is pre-COVID, you know, it came back. I don't know, a year or two ago, something like I was that. Say maybe, I, think, I um, think it was like three years or more. I lose track of time sometimes, you know, but it, so Coach David, you got to tell the story. Like, you know, we, 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 we got tickets and how did it go? So it, it was one of those uh, events that it, it was coming back to the big screen for one day only. And of course, you and I talk and we're like, we got to go see this. How are we going to do it? It's in the middle of the work day. And, the, you know, and what are we going to do? Well, of course, we were like, we got to make this work. We just got to we got to do it. So. Um, I was able to carve out a, a couple of hours. You were able to schedule a, a meeting downtown. And um, so we, we decided to go to the uh, movie in Silver Spring. And we go in there and we walk in and it, the theater is pretty empty, but we, we kind of look up and who do we see? Kim. And it's like, <laughs> wait, what? You're here? <laughs> I literally so, looked at Coach Dave and I was like, you know, there's no one in here. Who is that by the, you know, and, and I said, and I was like, Kim, get over here. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so those of you who uh, may not have heard the story, the three of us, we ended up just sitting, sitting together and uh, just really enjoyed that movie again. I mean, it was great because we, you know, we've seen it a million times, right? I mean, right, can, right. Can you, is that how you recall it? Yeah, no, that's exactly how I recall it. It was actually... It, it was like you said, maybe the three of us, maybe one more person. Um, and we're just like watching the movie. Like we're like a bunch of kids again and so forth. And we're, we're yelling and like cheering and stuff like that. It was, it was the greatest time. Like I was, I have to say that's, that's one of my great, um, you know, hangout moments with uh, friends from the martial arts community. That was a good, that was a good one. Yeah. And no, I, I really enjoyed that. That was, uh, you know, the three of us, you know, it, it could have been three people, hundred, you know, hundred people doesn't matter. I had a blast. That was, uh, it was just so much fun, you know, just remembering. And, uh, and those of you who are listening and you're like, you know, maybe you've never seen the original karate kid. Number one, you gotta go see it. Number two yeah. is I think all of us are in that age group where this heavily influenced us to get involved with martial arts. I mean, I know for me, that was like the factor, you know, like that introduced martial arts. It made it mainstream. I think it created a whole generation of martial artists and, really got things going and any, any thoughts on that guys? Absolutely. Same for me. It's on, I put it on my bio. It's so important that that was the instrumental fundamental factor of me wanting to actually do martial arts, not just be a fan from afar. And um, I do remember that time specifically. And you're right, Kim, it was before Cobra Kai came out and we were just so excited. If we had known then that there was going to be a show follow on to that, how excited we would have been bonkers. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I definitely think that, um, I mean, my influences go back from like, you know, like, you know, Bruce Lee and, you know, Chuck Norris. But when I actually saw this um, movie, um, I didn't actually see it in the theater. I actually saw it with uh, relatives of mine. And and I'll give you even more old school, school on a beta tape, no less. <laughs> Before VHS, it was on beta. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And it just watching it, it just it sealed the deal, like just to see the story and how like martial arts training can be and how it can really benefit a person, you know, during uh, challenging times. 
and I felt like, wow, if he can do it, I need to do it. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, I, uh, I've had people tell me that, you know, man, you post a lot of stuff about Cobra Kai online. And I was saying, you know, we're in a pandemic. This is something to look forward to, guys. I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's good stuff. And, you know, I got to tell you, I was looking at this article online, just pulled it up on Google, and uh, it came up, it's from The Guardian. And the title of the article said, Cobra Kai from dumped YouTube gambit to Netflix smash hit. And, um, you know, I'm sure you guys remember this, you know, when it came out on YouTube, I think it was like YouTube Red or the premium service they had. And yeah. Yeah. I, I think I might've told this story before, but it's worth saying again, you know, I, I want to say it was like 10 bucks, 12 bucks, something, some nominal fee like that. Yeah. And I'm anti-subscription, things like that, because I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to binge watch the thing in like a day or two, and then yeah. I'm going to bill me for another nine or 10 months, and then I'll cancel. Sure enough, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so never watched it again, you know, but um, is that what you guys remember? Like, you know, how, what, did you watch it on YouTube, Brad, or did you watch when it came to Netflix, or what did you guys do? Well, I, I, uh, oh, go ahead, Coach Steve. You go. Oh, I was just going to say that I also did what you did, but I was a little bit better about canceling it. I didn't wait <laughs> nine or ten months. But, yeah, it was like there are not too many shows that I would do that for. This was this was like the one. Yeah. Yeah, Kim, what would you do? Um, well, because I didn't uh, subscribe to um, the YouTube Red or Premium at first, like I – because when it came out, I just wanted to know what was like the deal, like, you know, how to register and stuff like that. Apparently, um, if you were a brand new subscriber, you had like a, 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 you know, the premium or the red for like one month free. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. So I made that subscription, saw, you know, Cobra Kai probably within like the first day. Like I just wa I binged watched the whole thing. And then I was like, OK, I'm done. And then um, canceled my subscription probably like a month after when the second series came out on YouTube premium, that's when I renewed it. And, uh, you know, I binged watch everything from the first volume once again to the new, um, to the second season. And then after that, I was like, okay, time to cancel it. <laughs> so I got to ask you guys a question. Do you remember at the beginning of, you know, when they were just releasing season three, everyone's like, who's going to show up. And that's always the big talk, right? Like which character from the past is going to, show up and you know and this is why everyone's like no spoiler alerts because we don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it so i'm right. looking at this other article and um and, you know I'm, I'll, I'll mention it it was uh from app.com uh it says nothing had changed elizabeth shoe who's ally as everyone knows uh yeah. you know, johnny's girlfriend they broke up or you know they had a parting of ways and then it became daniel's girlfriend uh so that was elizabeth shoe she talks cobra kai return to karate kid series and you know i'm curious in this article, she said, you know, nothing has changed. I think everyone was excited to see Allie, you know, Elizabeth Shue. Kim, what yeah. was your take on it? Because, I mean, I think that there's no question she had her own spin on things and her, you know, her view of how things happened. What right. did you think about Elizabeth Shue, Allie, uh, and her, you know, presence in that, you know, I think she was in a couple episodes, right? Season three? Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was an integral part of it, you know, because – Near the end of uh, season two, if you remember, um, Johnny was on the beach. He ditched the Cobra Kai car and he threw away his phone. And you see that scene where it's like, oh, you on fa the Facebook, you know, Allie Mil Mil Schwarber wants to be your friend. And I knew at that point, I was like, OK, this is going to get interesting for season three. They're giving us an indication that at least the character was going to be in season three. I was glad that it was. Elizabeth Shue, I think that she did an excellent job. And, you know, 
in the storyline for season three between her interaction with her and Johnny and her with Daniel, I think it was kind of like it was nice because it was like, you know, times have changed and, you know, we're adults now and we're at a certain place and, you know, we're just growing up and we just want to keep that good connection going, you know, remembering the good times and not of the bad. And I think that was I think that was cool because, you know, you needed to have that, you know, that little bridge, you know, to kind of repair itself. Yeah, Coach Dave, what's your take on her? Well, that was great. I mean, I don't see anybody being a fan of the original trilogy and not being thrilled to see her come back. Um, I thought there was that poignant part where I think you alluded to this, where um, they were talking about there's my opinion, there's your opinion, and then there's the you know, the truth is somewhere in between there. And I, I just, I think that was so poignant. That is so accurate because, you know, from, from a one perspective, you look at it, you go, well, Daniel, you know, he, he could have, um, he could have been looked at as, as a negative guy, right. As someone, you know, when, when he put the hose, for example, into the water and, and they explained it. Right. And he's like, well, you would have done what I would have done. Right. They, they talk about this stuff, but, from another person's perspective, you could see here he is flirting with my, my ex-girlfriend. Here he is making trouble when he could have just let it rest. So I think it's very interesting the way they played that off as a, yeah, it's not as cut and dry as we originally were, you know, brought down the road to believe, right? Daniel was good. Johnny was bad. It was all one-sided. Eh, yeah, and I got to tell you, I, I felt a lot of different, um, and this is how I felt it was good acting. It was good writing, you know, by the directors and, um, I felt a lot of different things when I was watching it. You know, I, I was thinking back to the old movie, you know, I was thinking about, man, I didn't think of that. You know, and then I was thinking, yeah, she's exactly right. You know, and, and it was also interesting how maybe it was time that enough time had passed that it wasn't as important. You got to remember, she wasn't, you know, living, eating, breathing, sleeping, karate and teaching and doing all this. She had moved on. She's a doctor. She had another life. She has kids and, you know, all these things. And here she's coming back and, you know, she's like, man, y'all haven't even changed at all, you know, and, and here they were and there, and it's, it's interesting that whole rivalry kind of stemmed from that interaction. Right. And, and it was kind of funny and, you know, it kind of, it made me think about life where, you know, sometimes I've bumped into people from years ago, coach David, I've told you this story where uh, I was out at, uh, you know, Barnes and I think it was Barnes and Nobles in um, Rockville, Maryland. If you're, if you're listening in, you're like, where are you guys from? We live in the Washington DC area. So I was at a Barnes and Nobles bookstore years ago um, and Kim, you know, I, uh, I trained at one school for about 20 years. And I remember there was a, a guy who was ahead of me, probably about three, four years older than me. And he was just, I mean, no one could touch him, right? The guy was like a red belt at the time. Red belt in our system was right before black belt. And I remember just thinking like, it's not even worth trying to fight the guy. You can't beat him. You can't touch him. But, you know, I remember it clearly. He, he kind of always had an attitude. He was always disrespectful to his mom. And for whatever reason, I never approached my teacher about this, but in my head, looking back at it, I'm thinking just because he was the best in the class doesn't mean he should be a black belt. And he actually never got his black belt. So fast forward to that borders. I was getting a coffee, reading a book one day and he bumped into me. I bumped into him and I just looked at him and he looked at me and we knew we knew each other. He's like, do I know you? And I said, yeah, I think I know you. And then, you know, we kind of went through the list. Did you do karate? I did karate. And then we realized, you know, who each other was. He said, and then one of the questions he said, you could see it with the look in his eyes. It was, you still do karate? And I just looked at him. I'm like, yeah, train a little bit. I didn't want to go into detail and everything like that. And I said, how about you? And you could see the look in his face. He said, no, you know, I, uh, I just always wish I 
could have done. And I remembered how he was and I remembered, you know, he was really, really good. And the reason I bring this up is it reminds me of that whole, um, you know, thing with the Ali and Johnny and, 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 and uh, Daniel is that sometimes, you know, everyone has a different interpretation, right, on how different experiences went. And um, I, I don't know if you've had those similar experiences where you bumped into people and some people hold on to certain things, you know, stronger than others. And some people, it was just one of many things of their past, right? Right. What, what do you guys feel about that? Ever, ever, has that ever happened to you? You bumped into old, uh, old, uh, old, old martial arts buddies or anything like that? Um, I'll go first. I, I recently bumped into somebody that I used to compete, um, against in the martial arts, uh, traditional martial arts, uh, tournament circuit. And for some reason, um, I would actually be in the top three, you know, for like either third or second or first. And somehow I, I, you know, I would always bump him off because maybe, you know, my uh, performance was probably better that day. So, you know, he actually looked at me. He was like, wait a minute. I know you. I'm like, uh, do you? Yeah. You know, we, did you used to compete in such and such tournaments and such and such tournaments? I'm like, yeah. Then he introduced himself and he said, you know, who he was and where he represented. And, you know, it was great to see him, you know, obviously, because, you know, I never really had any ill will towards him. I guess that the, the, you know, the word on the street was he was kind of jealous because I would always edge him out. So I just asked him, like, you know, hey, you know, it's been a while. You know, what are you doing? Are you still training? How's life? And he's just like, well, I'm not training as much anymore, but, you know, I'm letting my children train. And I think they're more dedicated than I am, you know. But, you know, he also said, I just appreciate the fact that, you know, when we competed that you helped me to be at my best, even though, you know, I wasn't really thinking I was at my best. And that meant a lot. You know, that was just like, wow, you know, he – here I am thinking that he didn't really like me that, you know, preferably he hated my guts, but he really, you know, but he, you know, he had some respect for me. And that just, that just meant a lot, you know, the, you know, as a martial artist, you want to hear that because it's like, you know, we're here to motivate each other. We're not here to put each other down, you know? I mean, I, if I'm hearing you right, I almost feel like sometimes time is, it clarifies things. You know, when you look back in that rear view mirror, it just, um, you feel different about things sometimes. I know there's sometimes there's stories that are fresh in my mind and I realize, man, I'm telling myself the same story from 15 years ago, yet we've all changed. You know, right. I remember my wife, she, uh, I used to not, you know, go on Facebook. There was a period of time I was really inactive on Facebook. And I remember she was always doing, you know, always on Facebook. And uh, long story short is, um, you know, I, I reconnected with some old friends and I guess I had frozen in time mentally and I looked at them and I was like, man, they've changed or they've gotten older. Or this has happened. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, well, so have I, you know, and <laughs> you, you sometimes forget, you know, that life keeps going, you know? So um, that's what, you know, kind of looping back to the whole, you know, that interaction coach David with Allie and Johnny and Daniel, I think it was just interesting. And I think it was, you felt the range of emotions. You, you felt the whole story. It was just, I think it was just a very, I think the writers did a great job of kind of connecting some dots and getting some closure. Right. And I think the, one of the most fantastic scenes um, with the three of them was the scene at the country club uh, when he, when Johnny is wearing the white jacket. And as soon as I saw oh. the white jacket, I'm like, my head just went right back to the movie when Daniel gets the spaghetti all over his white coat at yes, the time. Sir. And so the parallel, the way they did it with, you know, he was about to get spilled on and Johnny's just sideswiped and he's like, yeah, well, you know, he's like, well, that's not going to happen to me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. 
it was just so great. That it, it, it just the so well written and acted at that point. I loved it. Got to tell you, I feel like you know if, if you got the current generation, you know, teenage, you know, crowd who's maybe maybe watched Karate Kid once or twice. I'm curious if they would have the same appreciation for that. Cause you know, I know for me, I've watched the karate kid countless. I can't even count that high, how many times I've seen it. So I, I almost feel like when we were, you know, the three of us were in that theater watching, I feel like we could finish every sentence, you know, like we knew yeah. every phrase and every line. So, you know, when you see these references come up with Johnny in the white jacket or, you know, the paint, the fence, you know, it has such special meaning. Cause you, you see it. Wow. They're referencing it, you know, so, um, yep. Yep. pretty cool. Hey, so guys question. I want, you know, I'm not, a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to kind of catch your, your, your ideas on this. Who's the best martial artist in the show? Like real, real martial artist. Like, you know, and, and I'll give you some names. So you got Daniel, Relusso, Daniel LaRusso. You got Johnny Lawrence, Miguel, right? He, you know, won the All-Valley. Samantha. Uh, you got Jacob Bertrand. I think that's Hawk, right? Um, you got Robbie Keane. You got Tori Nichols. I'll throw in John Kreese in there. Uh, and let's also throw in Chosen you know, the, uh, from Okinawa. So who, who do you think's the best martial artist, you know, both in the show and also potentially even in real life. Now keep in mind, if you're listening, we're all black belts here. So we're giving it from a, you know, not just watching this and like in awe of what they're doing, but real talk, who's, who's the best martial artist. And if, and you know, maybe we'll get them on the show one time. So oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. I think I'll, I'll go first. I'm, I'm going to shoot the dice on this one. <laughs> if I if I had a, if I had to base it on you know who would be the the best martial artist, I'm going to give it to uh, Johnny Lawrence, you know William Zabka, only because the fact that you know he in real life actually trained in karate and actually became a, a black belt. So you know for that reason alone, and you know his uh, experiences and his training and the way that. You know, he does certain techniques and, and to me, it looks technically correct. I felt like, you know, he's the he's the one that I would give the um, the first place trophy to mental um, uh, of the honorable mention. I probably would give it to um, to Miguel. I really would. I think for an actor that has no martial arts background, I think he I, I think he picked it up pretty well. And I think that uh, the stuff that he does makes more sense to me visually. Than, than anybody else yeah i mean i gotta be fair guys um and i gotta tell you who i think is not the best martial artist and i and i and i and no offense to him i like him as an actor i think he's one of the stars of the show uh john crease you know i think there's a lot of uh i don't know guy i know i know some cobra kai people are gonna get upset with me and you know that's okay but i don't know i i, I just even in the fight scene this is the first time i think we really because we saw him fight when in, in karate kid three right you know but it wasn't really like a lot this time, you know, I guess maybe he's got a little ground and pound. Maybe he's more combative, so right, you know, with military training and things like that, and that's fine. But I'll leave that alone. So you can send me some uh, <laughs> messages. Ooh, that. Sure. I'll, I'll tell you what, who, who really impressed me, uh, Robbie Keane. I'd say Robbie Keane. I think he's he's pretty good. Uh, I'd say uh, Tori Nichols. I think she's good. Um, absolutely agree with you, Miguel. Um, I know I'm going to get create some enemies on that one. That's okay. <laughs> David, what do you think? Well, so what bothers me, and I know you know what I'm going to say here, is I don't love a lot of their stances and positions. So like forgetting about the punches and the kicks, just when they go back to start fighting, 
they don't for the majority, and that's almost 100%, have fundamentally sound fighting stances with arm position. Their hands are out wide, you know, they're, they're low, they're open. In any which way you would think as a martial artist, I don't care what system you're in, mostly I look at it and go, ooh, that's sketchy. Now, we've talked about this in previous episodes. I try not to look at it from a technical point of view and just enjoy it. So from that point of view, I like watching Miguel do his little 360 flips and all the turns and twists. You know, it's cool. Um, and the other thing I wanted to point out is that I believe um, Martin Cove, who plays John Kreese, is in his 70s. So I, I give him a little break for, you know, I know they got a stunt double for that. Fair enough. You know, that last episode, but <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I give him a pass at least in this series. I, you know, maybe back thirty years ago. Uh, I think yeah. I might secretly hold a grudge on uh, Karate Kid One because he was the bad guy and I never liked him. So <laughs> oh. maybe, maybe, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's but part he was he was such his character though is like you know of Sensei John Kreese is so iconic because you know Absolutely. that's like the bad guy's bad guy you know you want to actually hate him and you know and you <laughs> like to hate him I, no. I still i still kind of dislike just his character you know because he is a bad guy in cobra kai but i'm like more understanding of it and i got to give him like uh you know i got to give martin cove props because he really embraced that role very well you know i mean even for being a non-martial artist i mean you got to give him credit and I got to tell you, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. I think, you know, all, all honesty here, I, I think, you know, big, big respect to him because he's, he, he's a great actor and I, and I love what he's done. He's, he's, he's made us want to dislike him, which I think that takes some skill. You know, as an actor, yeah. I got to give him that. And I got to give an honorable mention. Yeah, go ahead, coach. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to point out that I believe, and I don't, I, I, I watched, I binge watched like you guys probably on, you know, January 1st, all 10 uh, episodes. Yeah. So it's been of, you know, a few weeks now, so the details are, are fading, but they did reference one of the actors who's a real martial artist from the original show. Uh, his name is Daryl Vidal, yep. who he was in the semifinal match. He ended up losing to Johnny in that in the original um, movie, and he was a real martial artist. He moved like a martial artist. He was a, I, I forget what level belt, black belt. He's still a black belt. He still teaches. I think he's like a ninth degree, you know, Mar martial artist and i believe 10th degree yep. so i believe they referenced him and i don't remember who it was who said that he was one of the you know greats you know or he he moved the greatest in in, in one of the episodes i don't know if it was nine or ten um but he also in my opinion was one of the best martial artists of the show Agreed. i remember that that was john crease telling uh if i remember correctly he was telling robbie Keane that i believe Okay, that 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 is ringing a bell for me too now. I got to put a shout out there in uh for for an honorable mention for uh chosen uh Toguchi. I I got to tell you, I think I I really like what the show has done to kind of tie all the loose ends together. You know, it it went to the to the extent of remember the little girl who was uh, stuck in the typhoon on the pole and everything. The fact that they took the time to tie that in and that tied into the story. I mean, it was just great. I mean, it's you know, I'm not knocking Game of Thrones. I think we all love Game of Thrones here. But I think that one of the things I love about Cobra Kai is that there's a lot of feel good to it. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's the people who have, you know, enjoyed Karate Kid 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I think we're just having a, a field day, you know, just kind of seeing how the stories have developed and the creativity. And so back to the honorable mention with Chosen, I think just the fact that he had those special strikes on Daniel and Okinawa and he, you know, 
I almost want to see him have more of a storyline, you know, because like if he knows that, well, what else is there to know? You know, and it's it kind of comes back to like, you know, if you're a student in a system, you know, Coach David, we talk about this all the time. What's the next move? Teach me the next move. Right. <laughs> now, I almost want to be like chosen. What's the next move? What else did Mr. Miyagi, you know, know that we don't know that we can learn about? So um, I think for that, I think he gets an honorable mention, at least from me. Well, I also got to say this. Um Having Tamla Tamita on uh, season three, uh, reprising her role as Kumiko, I'm like, oh my goodness, she was fantastic. She she looks like she she hasn't really aged that much at all. She's really beautiful. No, she was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Her acting was great. The whole thing, I got to tell you, just just the fact that um. I kind of view it to like, you know, Ancestry.com or 23andMe, like, you know, these genealogy trees that you do just to find out where you came from. And the fact that they took the story to Okinawa and they tied this all in, it was just, I mean, I couldn't, uh, I think I, I tend to watch these at night sometimes before I go to bed. I don't even want to say what time I ended up going to sleep. It, you know, I, I binged watch so many of those things back to back because you just, you, you had to know what, what comes next. Yep. Like what was, you know, what, what's, what's the next thing up there? So, um, hey guys, we're coach. I, I know you want to. Uh, you have another. I was thought. just going to say that, in a way, it's so hard because it's only a half-hour show, and in a ten-episode arc, right? That's like five-ish hours of of watching. That's for for most people, that's nothing, right? These these hour-long series that have nine, ten seasons, right? You binge those, and you're there for weeks. This is like you know, just a small hunk, and you're done. It's craving more. So I'm grateful that they announced more seasons. I'm grateful that the next one I think is going to be in the fall. But man, it is like feeding us a little bit of snack of candy and you're super hungry and you want more now. <laughs> I agree. That's, I agree. That's well said. Hey, guys, we're almost out of time. So, you know, as we begin to close out here, I just want to ask a quick question. What are your predictions for next season? Wow. Um, Coach, David, you want to go first on this one? <laughs> It's it's a it's a really great one, um, you know. Obviously, it's obviously set up to be the uh, battle for the for the uh, tournament, right? I mean, you got you got the big bet uh, or bet or the the agreement, right? Whoever wins, um, you know, the other leaves. So clearly, that's going to be where the arc goes. Um, but the details of how we get there and you know, what's going to happen with the dynamic? Are they, are Johnny and, and, and Daniel really going to teach together for 10 episodes and see eye to eye? Is that going to go okay? Um, is Robbie really going to train and be trained by Crease and be representing Cobra Kai? That also seems pretty strange to me. So I, I don't know. They, they could take it a lot of different places. I'm just excited to see. I think I have to agree with you, Coach David, but I'm going to put one over you in the sense that, you know, I think there definitely will be a, a split or divide in the season. I'm going to go as far as saying that Allie will somehow, either Johnny or Daniel will, will end up with Allie in season four. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> I, I like that. So I, I got to give you my wish list before we get out of here. So um, in a perfect world, you know, if, <laughs> If the writers continue the trend that they're going on, here's my 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 perfect world wish list. You guys ready for this? I want to see Karate Kid three cast come back. I want to see uh, you know the um, was it Terry Silver? Is that right? Yep, Terry Silver. And uh, Coach David, you think you can look it up? Who who what was um Coach David? What was uh, uh Daniel's girlfriend's name in Karate Kid three? You think you can find that? 
Oh, I think I can find that. And guys, you know, I want to see, you know, the next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank. I would love to see if they can somehow figure out a way to tie in Hillary Swank in there. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, just, I mean, here, here is a wish list item. What if she ends up being one of the competing karate schools, you know, that shows up to the All Valley, you know, or something like that. I, I don't know, but I would love to see the writers tie every single major character together. To me, I feel that would just be this complete story uh, that would be this, you know, just just this feel good kind of a thing. I think Coach it's really hard name. to get. Oh, go ahead, Coach. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, update is uh, her name is uh, her cast. The person who acted it was Robin Lively, and her yeah. character was Jessica Andrews. Jessica, that's right. right. Yes, that's right. That would be that's awesome. Right. And she was in the pottery. Remember, she was in. She the, was the pottery. Good yeah. ceramics. Yeah. I remember. I, it's I, it's going to be hard to get Hillary Swank in this one, just because now she's an accomplished actress and she has won an academy award so sometimes when you have you know actors of that magnitude they may it depends but i don't think they would want to do a, 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 a like a web series or a series on netflix like that so i mean i think netflix really has to do something if they're going to write that character in and to, if they're going to get hillary swank specifically for that character yeah, and, guys, and I just, Coach David, I just pulled it up uh, from Karate Kid 3 cast. Uh, we got to see Mike Barnes. He, they got they, they to bring him back somehow. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if he's going to be a competing karate school. Or, I, I don't know. But, you know, it, you know, it would be my wish list. I'm sure, you know, like, and Kim, I agree with you. You know, if she's, you know, is likelihood of getting Hillary Swank in there? I don't know. You know, but I just think, you know, if, if they can figure out a way over the next two or three seasons to do it, I think uh, you'd have a lot of happy campers, uh, you know, people watching. And, man, those ratings would <laughs> I think they would go through the roof even more than they are already have. So, hey, guys, before we get out of here, uh, any uh, any final closing thoughts? And, and, and Kim, you know, it's been wonderful having you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you again. It's a, it's an honor to be here. No, I mean, I don't. I don't really have that many, you know, closing statements or anything. If anything, I would just say for everybody, you know, that's listening, whether if you're a um, student of uh, Kaizen Karate or if you're not, um, you know, number one, first and foremost, you know, be safe. You know, that's the most important thing throughout this, these challenging times, you know, do what's necessary in the, um, you know, in the code of safety. Um, but also at the same time, you know, keep on training. You know, that's the one thing that will keep us going that is the one thing that will motivate us and that will uh, get us you know that much closer to you know where we want to go on the martial arts so you know never stop and never give up absolutely coach david you got any closing thoughts for uh for kaizen nation i'll just say that i'm really psyched that we got three more seasons at least of this cobra kai to go um i hope that it goes in a way that we think and yet i hope it goes in a new way because um I think that the writers were really, really good, and I'm anxious to uh, just to, to enjoy the show. So um, we'll be talking about it more. I can guarantee that. That's the one thing I know. You and I will be talking about this in future episodes. That's exactly right. And uh, you know, if you're you know, if you follow us on Facebook or Instagram, any of those places, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll see a million more posts about Karate Kid updates and Cobra Kai updates and all those things. So if you enjoy that kind of stuff, just look for us online. And hey, just a quick reminder to uh, you know, please go ahead and hit subscribe on the podcast. And if you have, if you know anyone who'd uh, find this interesting or valuable, please share it with them. Uh, we would love a review as well. Five stars are always appreciated. Uh, and just like Kim said, you know, be safe. 
uh, you know, there's uh, we're, we're, we're turning the corner, I think. I think it's safe to say we're heading in a better direction. I think it's safe to say that we can see some daylight ahead. And, uh, you know, if you're training online, keep training online, guys. Just don't stop. Because, you know, once your skills kind of go backwards, it's kind of hard to come back. I've known so many people over the years who've, who've taken breaks and tried to come back. And once you take that big layoff, it's never really the same. I mean, you can do it. I think there's people who've done it but it's always easier to kind of keep the wheels in motion, right? And, um, you know, Coach David, we talk about this all the time. I think it's, it's not just about the training, it's about the camaraderie, you know, call somebody, you know, call one of your buddies in class, you know, reach out to your instructor, whether you, you train with us, whether you train with Kim, whether you train, you know, somewhere else, anywhere around the world, uh, always reach out to your instructor. You'd be surprised how much they can relate to where you're at. And, you know, we are in some unprecedented times right now, but the cool thing is, we actually have Zoom. We actually have, you know, the ability to connect. Had this happened 20 or 30 years ago, man, I don't know what we would be doing, but it's pretty cool that we can, you know, still connect like this. So, uh, Kim, we appreciate you. Full salute, sir. Thank you for being here. Yes, and, sir. Uh, Thank you. Coach David, always, always, always a great time. And guys, we'll, we'll get these episodes out. Uh, guys, be safe. And again, we are filming this podcast uh, just after the big inauguration. So, you know, we're seeing some positive change. I cannot wait to see everyone in person at some point, hopefully in the near future. And we'll see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.